Welcome to Socialette, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in launching and online marketing. I'm your host, Steph Taylor, and I'm a corporate dropout turned launch strategist, helping you launch your digital products simply and successfully so you can reach more people, grow your audience, and become the go-to brand in your space. Want to swipe my signature launch framework? Download my free ebook, The Complete Roadmap for a Killer Launch at stephtaylor.co forward slash roadmap. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Hey, welcome back to Social Let. This is episode 371. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about the free five-day challenge that I'm running from 22nd to 26th of April, 2021. It's called Five Days to Crystal Ball Clarity on Your Winning Digital Product Idea. Whether you have no clue what digital product to create or you have way too many ideas and you can't decide which one to go with, this is a free challenge designed to give you the clarity and the direction you need to start creating your first or your next digital product. Together, we will identify your one winning digital product idea. We'll uncover the people who will actually spend money on it, even if you don't already have an audience. We'll pinpoint your product's core message and communicate it clearly so that your potential customers aren't left scratching their heads, wondering what it's all about. We'll pick the best format and structure for your product, and we'll design a plan so that you can create it and launch it in under 90 days so that you can stop procrastinating and add a new income stream to your business by the time August rolls around. Head to stephtaylor.co forward slash challenge to register. Today, I have a special guest, and I believe she's the first guest that I've had on this show twice. Really? Yeah, oh, three times. That's such an honor. Thank three you. times if you include the episode where I reshared the interview I did on her podcast. So, Claire Wood, welcome back to Social Ed. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, Claire, for our listeners who somehow were living under a rock and missed the first two episodes <laughs> that you featured on in this podcast, who are you? What do you do? So my name's Claire Wood. I'm a business coach and a money mentor, and I help business owners to scale their business towards seven figures. So it's great to be back here again, and thank you for having me. And this time we're chatting launching, which is a bit different to what we chatted about last time. I can't even remember what we chatted about last <laughs> I time. Can't either. <laughs> We've both been through several pivots and niching down and all of those things since we last chatted. So yeah, this is exciting. So today we're talking about launching. Claire, how do you feel about launching or how did you feel about launching six months ago? Let's talk about okay. that. Okay. So my launch, my relationship with launching has been very, let's just say volatile. <laughs> I've had great launches. I've had not great launches. So my very first launch was a couple of years ago and I came up with this idea and I was like, I'm going to launch this course. So I did. What was it? It was called Money marketing makers, money and marketing makers. And, uh, I put it out there. I think I sent a few emails and I had 24 people sign up for the course. And I was like, it's great. Right. And so I was like, Oh, this launching thing's really cool. This is amazing. And, um, I was like, amazing. I'm going to become a millionaire through launching and I'm going to sail off into the sunset in my yacht. (laughs) And (laughs) right. Like it's a pretty good start. Yeah. And so did the course. I love delivering it. Um, once I got past my nerves of speaking in front of um, that many people. And then I decided to relaunch it. 
So the next time I thought, do you know what? I'm going to go even bigger and better. I'm going to do a webinar. I'm going to write some emails. And this time I am going to have like 50 people join. So I relaunched it. And what do you know? I had five people sign up. And it felt like someone had ripped my heart out and shown it to me while it was still beating. I couldn't understand why a course that people had come through and then I then had all these testimonials, why it didn't hit the mark the second time. And yeah, I guess that was the first time that I really sort of went, oh my gosh, this is really hard. Mm, And that's so interesting because everyone worries – about that first launch, everyone thinks like, what if I create this product and nobody buys it? Nobody thinks about like what happens if people buy it and then I launch it again and it doesn't go as planned. What do you think changed from that first launch to the second launch? Well, in in hindsight, what had happened was that my audience had, because I'd only ever offered private coaching. And so my audience could either opt in for a high ticket one-on-one experience with me or nothing. And so when I I finally created something at a lower price point, I think that anyone that had been wanting to work with me just jumped on board and was like, excellent. Mm. But then those people had been exhausted the first round. And I think that the next round maybe, you know, the, the, the people that had wanted to work with me and they didn't even really care what I was teaching. They were just ready to jump in and work with me. And I guess for me in hindsight again, and hindsight's such a beautiful thing, and I know we're going to be diving into this a lot today, but looking back in hindsight, that was such a beautiful learning experience for me because I now have clients and they, they'll you know do some half-assed launch and get great results. And I can say to them, hey, I, I don't want to be a negative Nancy, but I just want to prep you that if you do launch again, it might not go to plan and that's okay. And it will get better and better the more that you do it. But I just want you to understand that this was my experience and it might happen to you. I hope it doesn't, but But it it is a possibility. Mm, That's interesting. So between the two launches, had you spent any time growing your audience? Like what had you done in between those two launches to ensure that you were launching to new people? So I'd been growing my audience relatively slowly. Mm. Um, I've learned so much since then. Uh, and I'm sure we're going to dive into <laughs> how and why later. But realistically, I something I've realized is that launching is a real art form. And yes, you can get lucky. I did the first time, but actually there's so much to understand about the process. And the more that I've launched and relaunched, actually, the more that I've learned. And yeah, I think that's something to take away. What are some of the biggest things that you've learned through the relaunching process? From launching it the second time, I think that I had placed so much on one particular launch. And I think that I thought that this one, the relaunch was going to define me. It was going to step me into my next level of success. It was going to be the thing that saved me and made me in business. Mm. And sometimes it is. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) for a lot of people it has been, yeah. But sometimes it's not. And I guess that's the thing that I've learned is that it's okay And actually, again, (laughs) not at the time, but when I look right, right back, I can see 
the lessons that I've learned along the way. So I've launched so many things now. I've been through multiple, multiple launches and every time I take new lessons away and um, it does, it gets easier, it gets better and you start to understand a little bit more about what's going on. Okay, so let's now rewind. It's November 2020 and you've just signed up for Launch Magic, which actually surprised me because you didn't even tell me you were signing up for Launch Magic. The next thing I know, I've got the text from you being like, oh, I've signed up. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I love like I love my friends who pay full price for my products and don't even think about asking me for a friend's discount. So when you signed up for Launch Magic, where were you at in your business at that point? Okay. So I had just come off the back of another <laughs> let's just say, um, inverted commas, failed launch. Mm. I'd launched a brand new course. So um, the, the last course that we were talking about before, you know, I'd converted into a membership and that's ticking along and doing amazingly. Um, but I decided to launch this new course, which I called Million Dollar Money Management. And it's teaching people about how to scale their business from six to seven figures, which is what I do in the private coaching space. I help people to scale their businesses from six to seven figures. I do it with my masterminders. And I thought, let me package up that content and share it with people who aren't quite at the stage to invest in high ticket yet. Mm. And I thought, this is going to be amazing. All these people that haven't been able to afford to work with me, of course, they're going to sign up for this. And let me just maybe share, if you don't mind, a little bit about the launch. Yeah, go for it. What I decided to do is something that you, I've since learned from you, is something you don't do during launching, which was to build a whole bunch of hype around the launch. Mm. And what I wanted- And when you say building hype, what did you do specifically? So what I wanted to do was I wanted to teach people, because I know that people have this big fear around that million dollar number and they think Mm. it's not possible for me. It's an impossible number to achieve. And I know from working with my clients that it's- so achievable. I help people to scale there all the time. And so what I decided to do was to inverted commas, normalize the million dollar business. So I got all of my friends, you included, um, a couple of my other business friends who've hit the seven figures in their business to come and, and do chats with me and say, Hey, this is really normal. Like Mm. people who a couple of years ago weren't at this level at all are now having seven figure years in their business. So I thought that building hype around it, like sharing that all of these people are doing it so you can do it too, would help people to sign up for the course. Mm. I mean, logically, that makes sense. If I step out of my launching expert shoes, I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't that work? But I, I, I know obviously why that wouldn't work. I'm just curious to hear. So what happened after that? What happened next? So I did the launch. I'd invested in a copywriter. I'd invested in a whole bunch of Facebook ads. I'd grown my audience quite significantly in the lead up to the launch. And if you don't mind sharing, how much had you invested? I'd invested 8,000 US dollars. Ouch. Um, so yeah, it was a pretty big investment because yeah. I was so sure, like I was so confident. I had, you know, a wait list of people to work with me in a private mm. coaching capacity. And I was like, imagine I introduce similar concepts, teaching them a much lower price point. Um, I've really done a lot of work around getting all my amazing million dollar friends to come and chat to my audience. And I've now got a much, much bigger audience than I've had before. So I was sure this thing was going to be massive and it wasn't. Mm. I, um, I think the numbers were, I think I had six people sign up. And so I made a couple of people upgraded and basically I broke even on my costs. 
Wow. And that's not even your time that you invested into creating it, the time that you spent doing the the coaching that you did on the people you upgraded. Yeah. And, you know, especially with my background as an accountant, I, I couldn't wrap my head around the fact that I didn't get a positive ROI on a specific launch. Yeah. So I was heartbroken. That was October last year, October 2020. Yeah. And at that point in time, I thought, I can't understand this. I'm like, I've created this most amazing product. Like everyone wants to learn these skills off me in a different way. Why would they not want to learn it through a course? And I totally fell into this entire victim story around the whole thing. Mm. I and. And I had so many people saying, you did such a great job with the launch. And so I was like, I did do a great job with the launch. And I got so in my ego that I was like, I've invested so much money and I've done such a good job. And why do people not want to buy this thing? Uh, <laughs> rather, than, And that's so easy to do that. I've done that in the past as well when launches haven't gone to plan where I've been like, Oh, it's not me. It's nothing that I could have done differently. It's just my audience or people don't want to spend money or, you know, like Facebook ads were too expensive. Like it's always, it's easier to blame some external thing than it is to be like, okay, let's go back and review what could I have done differently. In hindsight now, is it easy for you to see what did and didn't work in that launch and what you could have done differently? Yeah. I mean, and, and, that's why I joined Launch Magic is because I'd come off the back of that launch and I was just like, to be honest, I was a shell of myself. I was, Mm. I couldn't stop crying. Um, And I was like, I don't understand. I've done such a good job. Why do people not want this thing that I've created? Even though five amazing people had signed up, several of them had upgraded. I mean, let's be honest. Um, You know, it, Again, in hindsight, it's actually not a terrible outcome, but I was so caught in the victim story around it that I just, and so wrapped up in my ego Mm. that I couldn't step out of it. And so the steps that happened off the back of that was that I spoke to you and I I didn't actually talk to you at all during the launch. I just couldn't. (laughs) And I didn't didn't feel it was fair to bring you into um, what was going on for me. And then afterwards I said to you, Steph, I've just been through this failed launch. (laughs) And you were like, okay, tell me what's going on. And and you said, okay, so how many people signed up for the webinar? How many people converted? And you're like, Claire, this launch has actually been a huge success. And Mm. you're like, you know, you converted really well, but obviously there was a few things, maybe the messaging wasn't quite on point. And you're also like, Claire, this is the first time you've launched this. People have never heard of this product before. You've got no testimonials actually related to this this particular um, launch of this particular product. And you were like, just launch it again. And I was like, is she crazy? (laughs) Did she not hear what a failure it was? It was a failure. But I listened to what you said and I thought, do you know what? I would really love to learn the skill of launching and learn it from an expert. I was watching what you've been doing in total admiration. And so, yeah, I just took the leap. Didn't even talk to you about it. I signed up for launch magic and, um, I learned so, so much through that course that it's completely, I I can totally see in hindsight where I had gone wrong with that launch. Mm. And also that it doesn't actually matter about like, who cares what a launch does? Who cares if you sell nothing in a launch? It doesn't mean anything because you have a launch, you learn a lesson and then you try again. And then 
every time you improve and you improve and you improve. I love that. Do you have, I mean, you kind of just answered my next question, but do you have any other tips for someone who's just come off the back of a flopped launch? Because it's a horrible place to be like, and when you're in it, you can't see the bigger picture. It's very easy to sit here and be like, well, you know, it's fine. Just relaunch it. But when you're in the middle of that, it's so hard to see the bigger picture. Yeah. I mean, I guess I would say allow yourself to grieve Mm. because I honestly, I lay on my couch crying for a week. I was, I can't even tell you what a bad place I was in, which sounds so silly in hindsight, but at the time that was a very real emotion for me. And I just allowed myself to feel it. And um, the other thing is that I really focused on the people that had come in. And I really went, I'm just so great. And I kept like looking at their names and saying, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for investing with me. And I'm going to serve the hell out of you and get you some amazing results so that, you know, when I launch it next time, um, although at that point in time, I didn't even think that I... I might launch it again, um, that, you know, we'll get a, a different outcome. But I, I would say allow yourself to grieve. It's human to yeah. feel down. And I think that, you know, I'm a really positive person, but I also think that it's okay to feel to feel the emotions and to let yourself, you know, fall into it. And, um, yeah, and I just took a bit of time out, stepped back, and worked out like, what is it that I want? What am I trying to achieve in my business? And then that's when I really said, right, I can either stay in this story of launching's not for me. Um, I'm a victim. No one wants to buy my mm. thing. Or I go, okay, I can go and invest with an expert, learn this skill and keep trying and trying and trying and trying and trying. And I'm a very resilient person. So that's what I chose to do. And I'm so glad that I did. And ironically, so that was in November. In December, I had I launched my mastermind and had a hundred thousand dollar launch, um, or a hundred thousand Australian dollars, which is seventy five thousand US dollars, um, launch straight off the back of it. And I'm like, isn't that so funny that I was so hung up on one little thing? And then the next launch that I did with pretty much minimal effort, um, I had a fantastic result. So I think it's just trusting and believing that you know, the result will come, but just don't give up. Mm. And then going into the relaunch, when you, so like when you join Launch Magic and you, you decided, okay, I'm going to relaunch this, what fears popped up? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, if I do this again and mm. it fails again, I'm going to look like an absolute idiot. And especially because I, this is what I do. I help people to grow their businesses. And that was a huge fear of mine was that I'd do it again and I'd stuff up. Another Mm. fear was that like, what if I've invested in this course and, you know, and, and I still can't launch. What if I've worked with one of the best launch people in the world and I still can't succeed at a launch? Like that's what came up for me. And I'm like, now I've put even more money into it and yeah, what if – and another big fear that I had was like what if I've actually dismissed the mark and people don't actually want this product that I've created was another really big fear of mine. But so much that I learnt through Launch Magic just totally shifted everything for me. And, um, yeah, maybe we can go into that a bit more. Yeah, I'd love to know like what were some of the biggest – what were like the biggest aha moments that you had in the course? Uh, so – one of them 
probably one of the biggest ones that I had was that the launch doesn't happen during the launch. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hear you say this all the time and I'm like, I don't even know what that means. And then when I did the course, I'm like, wow. And so mm. from the time that I heard that, what I started doing was really starting to show my audience about the power of what can happen when you shift your mindset, what can happen when you start to focus on your money. And so instead of it being like, oh, let's cram all this information into a week or two, I actually started sharing content on the regular that was like, hey, this is what you need to understand. And this is why it's so powerful to do this work in the space of of money and mindset. So that was a massive aha. And you go into it in so much more detail in the course, like you actually give examples about how to do it and um, and really what you're trying to do through the content. So that was really, really powerful for me. Another thing that you suggested was um, was talking about audience growth. Yeah. And I decided after my failed, woe is me, launch <laughs> that I wouldn't spend any more money on Facebook ads for this particular product mm. because I attached a lot of the disappointment in my perceived ROI of the launch. So I only use the organic growth strategies that you expect Um, explained inside launch magic. And I proactively was implementing those throughout that whole course. So I was getting in front of so many more eyeballs organically. I spent $0 on Facebook ads. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Do you, I mean, you probably don't have the numbers off the top of your head, but do you know roughly how much your audience grew by? It didn't grow by huge numbers, but I definitely know that I got a lot more eyeballs on my business Mm. and I know that also I was deepening my connections and strengthening my positioning in terms of the skill set that I offer because often there might be audience overlap and people would see me somewhere and see me somewhere and see me somewhere and be like, wow, she really is an expert in this space. And again, that was something that I just, I don't know why I hadn't really invested a lot of energy into until you highlighted it in Launch Magic. So that was another big um, takeaway. And and the strategies that you suggested, I was like, is this going to work? And then I was like, wow. I can't believe, I don't remember sharing with you a few times. I can't believe how many people, like how effective this is. So um, that was another really big one. And um, let me see, what were some of the other big ones? Um, Oh, and it was really about, I think, to having just the, being able to demonstrate the transformation. And Mm. because the first time I'd launched it, no one really knew what it was. And then the second time I was really able to say, hey, here's the transformation. And you explained so much inside Launch Magic about what that actually means and about how to identify the promise and then how to demonstrate that people have experienced that as well. And I think for me, that's been huge, was a huge shift between my first launch and my second launch. Mm -hmm. And I think that was probably a bit of a game changer. Were those things like, were you surprised by what you learned in Launch Magic? Was it at all what you were expecting to learn? Like, what were you expecting to learn? Um, It's really weird. I thought that the things that you would be teaching are really like sneaky sales tactics. (laughs) I'm not about that. (laughs) And um, like, you know, how to get someone to sign on the dotted line. And actually what I realized is that a lot of it is just, it's the most tiniest little tweaks in your messaging. Mm. And I just had so many little moments where I'd be like, oh my gosh, 
I can't believe it's just the tiniest way that you say something differently. It's the subtlest little things about how you um, are getting in front of more people. It's, um, yeah, it's it's really, and, and I know that you share this a lot on the podcast, but it really is just like tweaking, testing, tweaking, testing. Mm. Um, but there were so many just every week I was having this, oh, my gosh, that is amazing. That is such a big aha. And, um, yeah, and I, I, am, I couldn't be happier with how my last launch went. So um, I really do think that if it wasn't for launch magic, my the, the second launch of it just would not have landed where it did. So the numbers, your first launch, you had six people sign up. Your second launch, how many? So, oh, sorry. So the first launch of Million Dollar Money Management, I had Five people. Five people. Um, And then the second launch, I had 10, which again, I know doesn't sound like huge numbers. Double. It is double. And off the back of it, there's an even better news story. So (laughs) um, a couple of people upgraded, which means that I made even more revenue off it. And then one of those people that upgraded has gone on and become a private coaching client of mine, which again is a really high ticket offering, which never would have happened if... I hadn't launched the product. And again, I know this is another thing that you talk about, the benefits of launching, of getting visible, of making new connections, and then those people working with you, partnering with you in different ways. So even though the numbers aren't huge on this launch, I am so, so proud of it because to me, it represents so many things. Firstly, it represents I can double a launch without really a whole bunch more effort. Um, I actually put a lot less into this launch than I did into my last launch. And I think, wow, if I can achieve those kind of results, imagine how much more growth is possible in there. Secondly, it taught me that I can dust myself off, get back up and do it again. And do you know what? No matter what played out that second launch, even if it was a total failure and no one signed up, at least I did it. And I would have been so damn proud of myself for doing that. Um, but the thing that I really have taken away is that I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just the simplest little things that someone who's an expert in launching can highlight. And I think that that's what I really took out of, um, out of launch magic was it's like, it's just the tiniest little tweaks that you need to make and refine and keep relaunching. And that's how the growth happens. That's how the success happens. And I know this course is going to come on, go on to become huge for me. And this is just the beginning. Oh, I love that. Okay. I've got two last little questions for, I mean, they're not little questions. They're kind of unrelated, kind of related, but I think that our listeners will find them very useful. So the first one, like one thing that I know a lot of my listeners struggle with is they, a lot of them have kids like you and they, they know I don't have kids and they know that I don't have any clients anymore. So they say, well, like Steph, it's really easy for you to say, find the time to create a digital product and launch it. You don't have clients, you don't have kids. I would love to know how you, as a mom with two little boys, with a full client roster and a waiting list of clients, how you managed to set aside that time to create and launch your course. So again, this so comes back to a mindset thing. Because it's so easy for anyone to fall into victim story. I do it. I've definitely done it as being a mum. Like I'm like, you know, know it's like having kids. It's so hard. But at the end of the day, we always have a choice. Mm. And for me, I have 
you know, I, I'm really excited about building a, a hugely successful business, which is going to have global impact. So I can either sit in my old stories of my busyness of how I don't have time, or I could stick a big line in the sand and say, I am making a commitment to make this happen. And that's what I did. And so I carved out, I moved clients around. I carved out the time. I was at nearly every call live and the ones that I couldn't, um, you know, in extreme circumstances, I watched the replay. I, and, and what I actually have done a lot in my business is more and more and more carved out time to do these, these pieces of work. So again, I used to have a story. I couldn't do organic outreach. I don't have time. I'm a mum. And then what I did was I, I, I just said, I'm going to have to say no to what feels like really good short-term opportunities for cash to focus on my long-term growth and my long-term investment. And I'm so glad that I did. The more time that I carve out and commit to my long-term success, the more that it just starts to reflect in my results. And that's what I would say. You get to choose how you spend your time. And yes, I know you can look at Steph and think she doesn't have kids, but you, you know, she's still got a whole bunch going on in her life. She could fill her life up with a million different things. <laughs> you get to choose. And I think that's what I would say is if you want to step into a new level, if you're ready for your next level of success, then you need to do things differently. Because if you keep playing the same old stories of busyness, I don't have time again, you'll just keep getting the same outcome. So mm. if you want a different result, make a, make, draw a line in the sand and say, I'm doing things differently. I love that. And it's all about, I believe it's all about prioritizing the long term over the short term. And it's very easy in business to prioritize that short term to be like, I'm just going to take this extra client because it's going to bring in $5,000 now, $2,000 now, whatever. And I really need that money now. I will make time for it later when I have more money. But the reality is that you actually never end up with more money or more time. So you just stay stuck in this hamster wheel always thinking like one day in the future, one day in the future. Meanwhile, there are other people out there who know less than you, who are, you know, they're, they're less, um, they're not as good at, or not as effective at teaching it or their teaching style is not as, not as good as yours. And they're out there teaching your people what the things that you would teach them in your digital product because they just set aside the time to do it. So, uh, yeah, I think it's, I mean, good on you for doing it because it is really tough to draw that line in the sand, but you're, you're such an obvious example of what can happen if you do do that. Now, the other question that I have for you, because I know a lot of people in my audience don't really have a budget for Facebook ads. And I know you said you don't really run Facebook ads, um, which is a whole nother story. (laughs) We could go into the dramas related to Claire's Facebook account, but we won't, um, I'd love to know like how you've built a multi six figure business with a small audience. Yeah. People often surprised by how small my audience is, Mm. but something that I would say to people and, and again, I know you say this a lot, Steph, but it really isn't about numbers and I never believed it. And I Mm. always thought if I just have more people in my audience, then I'll be hugely successful. But actually what I've realized is that it doesn't matter how many people you've got if they're not buying from you. And there are plenty of people with massive Instagram followings with huge email lists that aren't getting the results in their business that I am. 
I know yeah. because sometimes I work with them and I see their and I see their I see their results. And you know, really at the end of the day, like people are paying you for transformation. And if people know that you can deliver that, then that's when they'll invest with you. And it doesn't matter if you've got tens of thousands mm-hmm. or hundreds of thousands of followers. If you're not conveying your message effectively, then they're not going to buy from you. And if people can watch and see that you do get results and they know that investing in your course, program, service offering, whatever it might be, is going to get them there, that's when they're going to spend the money. And so this is why like it it really is true. Like numbers is such a vanity metric. You don't need to run Facebook ads. I don't run Facebook ads anymore. <laughs> I've given up on that. That's wild. <laughs> but I, uh, to be honest, like my business is growing and constantly yeah. growing. And I've realized that actually deepening relationships and really being able to, you know, c- effectively convey your message is ultimately what it's about. I love that. So, Claire, what's next for Claire Wood? Ooh. What are you launching next? Well, interesting you should say that. I'm launching, relaunching my mastermind again um, very soon, um, which is one of my high-ticket offerings, helping people to scale to the seven-figure mark. Exciting. So exciting. And, you know, this might be relevant to the listeners too. Something that I'm doing for all of 2021 is I'm not launching anything new. Oh, I love that. Because I was always thinking, this thing's missed the mark. I just need to create something new. And, and actually what I've realized is that I've got a fantastic product offering. And again, when you launch and relaunch, and as more and more people find out about my mastermind, I'm having more and more people reaching out, yeah. signing up. So that's ultimately what it's about. It's about creating something amazing and then relaunching it, relaunching it. And the more people that get results, the more people become raving fans, like I am of Launch Magic. Yeah, didn't have to pay her to do this interview. All I'm doing is cooking her dinner and giving her wine. And actually, we're drinking Claire's wine. So. I um, I honestly like. I tell so many people about how powerful this course was for me, and I, you know, I don't put my name to things lightly. Um, and and I guess that's the point is that if you if you create something and you know that what you've created is amazing, it's really just about launching it, relaunching it. So this year for me, all I'm doing, I've got amazing products. Mm. Let's just cre- keep relaunching them. Yeah, me too, actually. I'm not launching anything new this year either. I'm relaunching, relaunching, refining, and just really settling into new level of growth and getting, you know, getting team in place, getting processes in place. Because I I agree, you don't need to always be launching new products to bring in a good revenue and to build a multi-six-figure, seven-figure business. Um, So, Claire... Claire, where can people find out more about you? Um, well, I hang out a lot on Instagram. <laughs> she hangs out a lot on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. um, it's it's pro- Instagram. And again, you know, that's probably where I um, find most of my clients. I'm at Claire underscore Wood underscore coach. And I should highlight that my name is C-L-A-R-E. There's no oh, yeah. I. So C-L-A-R-E underscore Wood underscore coach. And I also have a podcast on which I've had the lovely Steph as well. Twice. Which- Twice, <laughs> which is a creatively called the Claire Wood podcast. So make sure you check that out too. Amazing. And guys, if you are thinking that maybe you want to join Launch Magic, I have a waitlist page up at the moment. You can check that out at stephtaylor.co forward slash waitlist. I am kicking off my five day challenge to help you get crystal ball clarity on your one winning digital product idea. So you can register for that at stephtaylor.co forward slash challenge that kicks off in a couple of days time. And yeah, thank you so much, Claire. This has been a lovely little chat. I'm so glad we got to sit here and do this in person with wine 
Thank you so much. Thanks, Steph. And thanks so much for your amazing course. It really, oh. like, it's changed my life. So thank Again, you. Again, guys, I didn't have to pay her to say this. <laughs> <laughs>